0: Oh, God's mercy. Please stand by. Good morning. You, you'll probably be wondering, what is what am I doing in this hotel room? But uh, I want you to know that I'm doing fine. I'm doing well. I'm, some. I'm overcoming COVID and doing a good job. And uh, everything is just uh, up and at them. And I want to encourage you this Christmas to not stop listening to ladderrain.com in the mornings. You need to get your bread for the day. Don't, don't, don't just go to sleep and do Walmart market all day long. <laughs> Take 30 minutes and let's share together what's happening here. You stay in the word. You're going to be stronger. You're going to be wiser. You're going to be committed. You're going to be blessed. And that's what I have to tell you. Now, <clears throat> I'm dealing here with, uh, and one of the things about this scripture that really got to me was that uh, on verse 9, chapter X, 9, 32, it says, All that dwelt in Lydia and Sharon, all saw him. And turn to the Lord. All the now Sharon uh, in that area—it's a thirty-mile stretched south of Jerusalem—that takes place in Caesarea. And so, what is it that uh, Peter did that people turn to the Lord everywhere he went? And that's the purpose, really, of who we are. We need to make sure that this Christmas we give life to our children, life to our grandchildren, life to the people that look at us, because they saw him, they saw Peter, and they turned to the Lord. So how can someone find God by looking at you? And and the first thing I want to tell you is that you have to be exposed you know you can't be hiding. You can't be hiding. You can't be isolated. That's what it is. You you have to do that, Amen. And so I uh I uh twenty twenty seven twenty five says and behold i know that ye all among of whom i have gone preaching the kingdom of god shall see my face no more this is before paul disappeared into uh the blue yonder and he uh, had his head zone to to rome in in, in uh in, in acts 20:25 20, but even in uh, in 15:28 of romans paul says when therefore i have performed this I have sealed to them this fruit. I will come by you in, by you into again into Spain. I have sealed to them this fruit. What do you mean? I've given the word. I've given, I've shared the gospel. I've told them about Jesus. I did something. I'm doing right now. I'm doing right here right now at this very moment. I'm doing exactly what Paul did. And as I do it, and I keep on doing it, it becomes powerful, it becomes energetic, it becomes saving, it becomes overwhelming to me, to my life. That is why we keep on preaching. We keep on preaching. Now we know that there, there are two healings in this story. First is Ionias in Dorcas. But the context over here between the verses, So much salvation as the people met Peter and he preached Jesus to them. And so there is a that's happening between these miracles that is greater than the miracle itself. See, when you pay attention to the miracle, you forget that salvation is the greatest miracle that ever is. So who were those listening to Peter preach in verse thirty two? You know, he went up there to Sharon, you know, uh, Lydia, Jappa, okay? So tell me, who are these people that he began to preach to? Uh, Josephus, a historian in his antiquities, mentions First Chronicle eight twelve, The sons of Elpal, Eber, Mishan, Shamed, who built Ono. And with the towns thereof. Who are these people? Who are these people in Lod? Lod is the word today for Lydia. So Lydia, E D A today is L-O-D. And this is what he's saying. With towns thereof, Lod, area. Who are they? Who, what, what is, what is uh, actually Peter preaching to? he's preaching to the sons of benjamin now i you know i thought that was interesting because you're talking about uh you're talking about just you and I, you know, we're just doing our Bible study down here. And suddenly this word gets into China, Japan, Korea, uh, uh, all over the world. And people are beginning to listen to the gospel. And the and, and, and gospel just carries its power right through the Internet, right into the heart of people all over the world. That's what Peter was doing. Peter was turning on the power. In other words, the power of the Holy Spirit of God is saving people everywhere. You see, there's power. There is power, power, power. How did it go, John? There is power, power, wonder-working power. and the precious blood of of the Lamb. In other words, there's power in the... In the blood of the Lamb. There's power in the word that I'm saying to you. Just as thousands of years, Peter went to the valley of Sharon and he found the sons and grandsons and great, 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 great grandsons of Benjamin. Oh, that's getting good here. Oh, hang, hang in there. Hang in there. Don't you leave me now this morning. Don't don't you leave me. Stay right there. Now, who was uh, was, uh, Aeneas? Well, uh, he's a Greek name, actually, Hellenistic. When Peter saw him paralyzed for eight years, he just uh, said what really is about the whole thing. Jesus, the anointed one, healeth thee. (laughs) <laughs> Jesus, the anointed one. In other words, there's 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 power in the name of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus. And you got to get used to it. You gotta get used to it. You gotta practice, you gotta exercise it, and you got to get this thing going down there because there is power, power, power in the name of Jesus. Now this indicates that maybe. Ianaeas had heard of him. So healings, listen to what I'm gonna to say to you. Healings were a way to spread the message of the cross. Without the message of the cross, nobody will be saved. So the emphasis here is is is, is to is to the lost for see the miracles. But what really Jesus was trying to do. Is to save people. If you confess, he is just as faithful to forgive you and cleanse you from all unrighteousness. In other words, Acts 3.2, the gate of the beautiful, the same thing. He announced the Savior. Remember what that miracle did on, on the gate of the beautiful? I mean, they, they took him all the way to the Sanhedrin in jail. So when you announce the gospel, you are dealing with raw power that through the Internet, through the signal in this hotel room, goes into nations all over the world by self. In other words, I don't need to sort of be good and be sweet and be nice and be be very, very, very robust and very enthusiastic. The power is in the word. Do you hear me? The power is in the Word. Now, let's take a look at this, because this is, a, this is really interesting. So in order to the large picture, to see the large picture, the miracle becomes secondary to the announcements of Jesus. Look at Sharon area. Not a town, but a 30-mile plain area along the sea between Joppa and Caesarea. Philip traveled that area. So Adoboemi, Philip traveled that whole area. They turned to the Lord or received salvation from the Lord because somebody spoke the word. That's what I'm trying to tell you. You see, we're about to get together for Christmas with the family and the grandchildren. And you can't miss the opportunity of telling them, I bless you in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. you got to bless them. you got to speak to them. You've got to call them and tell everybody to shut up and you are going to say something. And you bless them in the name of Jesus. When you do that, you are sowing into those children a word that will go eternal. Now let's take a look because in Acts 9, Aeneas is healed. He picks up his bed and moves on. Look at Acts chapter 9. And all who dwell in Lydia and Sharon saw him and turned and turn to the Lord. I mean, I mean it. I mean, the, the whole area of Lydia, you know, uh, all the widows and everybody else. Okay, so in Acts 9, it's like God is working the word chapter 9, in, in the healing of, uh, of Irenaeus, he goes direct into verse which is the resurrection of Tabitha. So you, you see a crescendo here. What does the crescendo means to you and I? It means that when we begin to see something that God is doing through us, you better expect because more is coming. It's like a, in other words, when you say something powerful to those children on the telephone or to the Internet, the next thing that you get is that God will do more. And God is working on uh, on, on, on Peter. So there's a crescendo here between the first miracle and, and Dorcas. It is all pointing uh, to, to, to Luke is beginning to tell Irenaeus uh, the miracles were part of, of the harvest bringing people to receive Christ both Peter and Paul uh, uh, were, were mighty men of God in those days and God is just having a feast with Peter and Paul and I want to tell you this because I know you probably think I'm not Peter I'm not Paul you know, there are mighty people in the Old Testament, New Testament, and I'm not really that strong, and I'm, I'm just a small little, oh, no, you are. In other words, when, when, when you have in you the power of the Holy Spirit inside of you, and it's resident inside of you, and you are partaking of that blessing inside of you, the power of the Holy Spirit that saves inside of you is greater than, Who you are. You see, there's a feeling of diffidism, morbidity, sickness, anxiety, turmoil, nervousness, low self-esteem. All of that, okay, is the devil simply just saying to you, you can't do it. Well, I'm speaking the word that has power this morning, and the word that has power this morning is always getting on you. I don't have it, but the word does. Woo-hoo-hoo. Yes, sirree. <laughs> In other words, I'm coming to get you. So, so, what is about Paul and, and Peter that are, are so important? Peter, both healed cripples. Peter's second healing after Acts chapter 3, both were arrested and put in jail. Both were treated as gods. You know, in, uh, in Acts 10, when Cornelius saw, saw Peter, he, he, he fell down to his knees and worshipped him. But that didn't stop Peter from just preaching a a five-minute sermon and 200 people were baptized with the Holy Spirit with tongues. So you've got to be very careful as you begin to deal with the gospel in your life not to minimize the word because of your low self-esteem. You've got to be very careful not to... Put yourself in a position to where you minimize the word because you don't feel like it. When the word is not something you feel, the word is something that it is. When the word it is, hallelujah, let me get some coffee. In other words, what I'm saying to you is that the word inside of you exists. And all you have to do is to open your mouth and activate. In Acts chapter 14, verses 8 to 18, the gods come down to us in the likeness of men, referring to both confronted false prophets. All, they were looked upon as very, very, very important people. But in, in First First Corinthians one chapter verse two, I'm for Peter, but the word says in First Corinthians one and two, but it is the same God which work all in all, is the same God, nothing to do with you and I. We are vessels. You open my mouth and I open my mouth and I speak unto you and I I speak the word unto your life and the more I speak the word into your life the power of the Holy Spirit of God begin to deal with you. You got to believe this. You got to believe that you're not just another mouth the seed of eternity resides in your heart. Woo! Hallelujah! Now, take a look. What was the call of Peter? The first time you talk about Peter, the call of Peter was Simon, son of Bar Jonas, lovest thou me more than these? Feed my lamb. And when you think about Peter, you think about uh, a discipler. But Paul really was the one that God called to evangelize the world. So really, Peter was to evangelize the Jews, and Paul was to evangelize the, the Gentiles, the Hebrews of Hebrews. So sometimes when you... Look at who you are. You need to define what is your strength in terms of, you know, for instance, a Methodist passed by me, the Holy Spirit just (laughs) swop! In other words, I was called to the Methodist church. And I probably preached to the Methodist people uh, all my life. I mean, I'm just turning on. In other words, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I don't have to have the approval of the bishop to do this, okay? In other words, Jesus anointed me, and I'm preaching to Methodist, Baptist, Pentecostal, Charismatics all over the world, and uh, in Brazil, and Cuba, uh, and, and, and Peru. And uh, We heading to Cuba, by the way, in March of this next year. So be plenty. I got a call from the bishop, and uh, we're heading on that way in March. Okay, now, let's take a look. From healing the RNAs, Peter moves to Joppa. Joppa was another miracle, from, from, for she was dead, but if you look at closely, she was the most known lady in those parts. That's verse, verse 36, Tabitha, Dorcas, a woman full of works. Why would God resurrect a woman full of works? Because she's attached to thousands of people. When you begin to preach the gospel to others, look at Cornelius. God chose Cornelius. He's a hundred soldiers in charge of a of a large platoon of soldiers, you know, the Italian regiments. Why did God choose Cornelius? Because he was available in, a, in, a, in preaching the gospel and ministering to people. In other words, when you mess, when you get involved, when you connect, when you be a part of something powerful, such as the Atlanta Bible study, you are connected to power. And don't you feel like somehow you can quiet down, you cannot quiet down. So why did Jesus choose Lydia, uh, uh, choose Dorcas? The church in Joppa, contact Peter and Lydia. Remember Lydia, the ancestors of Benjamin. Lydia today is called Lab today. I said that several times. L-O-D. Now verse 39 says, All the widows stood by him, Peter, weeping. All the widows of Joppa? They were Jewish Christian widows. So, why is it that God honor certain people and God does not honor certain people? Is because... When you sell and you give your heart to Jesus in the power of the Holy Spirit, you are God's property. You are now someone that God has decided to adapt and use, just like Peter, just like Paul. You know, Paul had, uh, oh, four missionary journeys. I, I had 280. Ooh. How many missionary journeys did I have in my life? 280. <laughs> I mean, I've been everywhere. Why would God use me? It's because I commit my life. I put everything on the line. I made a priority, number one priority in my life, that when that Delta flight is ready to go to Cuba or ready to go to Brazil, I'm on it. And I'm preaching away as soon as I hit the floor. So Jesus chose Dorcas. You know, that a lot of people died in the day that Dorcas died. But Jesus, the Holy Spirit didn't choose anybody but Dorcas. Why? Because she was involved with the kingdom of God. Does it, does it pay off to serve God? Oh, yes. Oh, my goodness gracious. What a privilege, what a joy. Uh, You're looking at a man who lives by faith, 100%, and I'm serving him all the days of my life. Verse 42 says, After Peter presented Dorcas alive, it was known throughout all Joppa, and many believed in the Lord. And so the purpose of God in your life is to be able to let you understand his perfect will in relation to others and in the process of ministering to others and witnessing to others and talking. Listen, let me tell you, there was a man who came to the Christmas dinner and he gave a testimony of what the God had did for him. Those powerful testimonies of five minutes I've heard in a long time. His name is Terry. Terry, what a testimony. And that's really what makes you a very special person. Uh, Think about the testimony of of David Bleakman. Think about the testimony of uh, all of the people in the Bible study to their families. It is, uh, what's his name, John, that, 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 that uh, came to Athens to show me his gun? Uh, what, Hi, what's his name? He was the MC on the dinner. Uh, the MC on the dinner? Yeah, he's the one. Lane Tucker. Lane Tucker. Lane Tucker. Let me tell you something. If you ever met Lane Tucker, he is sowing the seed everywhere he goes. People know him. He's a black karate, black belt. In other words, the power of the Holy Spirit in you is looking for an exercise of your spiritual life to save somebody. That's what I'm trying to tell you. In verse 42, it says, After Peter presented Dorcas a life, the word got around. Sharon's plane was filled with good news of healing in Dorcas. Peter, for himself, stayed in Joppa. Now, listen to this. Now, he stayed in the house of Tanner. He stayed in the house of Tanner. Why? After Dorcas' miracle, God is preparing the heart of Peter to be called into the house of Cornelius. Look, Ianaeus Dorcas, Cornelius. Ooh. You can see that God, is, now it's eight years after Pentecost. Eight years. So you're talking about, uh, you're talking about that these healings uh, uh, are, are just a, a, a part of, of the move of God to bring salvation to many. Tarry many days indicated, it, it says, he tarried there many days. You know, if you look at uh, chapter 9, uh, 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 it was known throughout Joppa, and many believed in the Lord. It came to pass that he tarried many days in Joppa with one Simon the Tenor. It was about eight years after Pentecost. So several years now, Peter stays in the house of Simon the Tanner, working, helping him with his business, waiting on the word of the Lord to head on, and listening to those those servants that came to see him and tell him about uh, about uh, about Cornelius. Cornelius sent soldiers to get Peter there. Cornelius got hungry. What really happened here is that Peter stayed with the house of Simon of for many years, waiting on the Holy Spirit to prepare for Cornelius. It was eight years after Pentecost. In, In these two miracles, God is more concerned with the proclamation of the gospel than the healing of two individuals. I have said that to you several times. And I know that we like to see miracles, and I've seen hundreds and hundreds of miracles. But when I shake the hands of somebody from Cuba and I baptize them in the the sea in Cuba with Bishop Ricardo Pereira, ah, it's one of the greatest events of my life. It's an overwhelming experience that is hard to pass by. We baptized how many, John? You were there and you took a video. Well, the first time, we, yeah, it was, it was probably 300. And then we did another one that may have been up to 400. We've done several. Now, that is the emphasis during Christmas. In other words... In those miracles, God is more concerned with the proclamation of the gospel than the healing of two individuals. I have said this several times to you. See the hand of God orchestrating Paul's life and Peter's life. Paul was called to be an apostle to the Gentiles for missionary journeys. God, But God uh, used Peter to do the initial contact of Cornelius. Does everyone have a call like that? If you have been empowered by the Holy Spirit, you have a call. If you have tasted and partook of the holiness of God and you confess Jesus Christ as Lord and you receive the Holy Spirit upon you, you have a call. And so the thing that you need to do this Christmas is to identify the call and do some sowing. Remember the power. The power is in the word. You don't have to fast 10 days in order to speak Jesus. You just eat a hamburger and let him have it. Well, let me pray for you this morning. It's been 30 minutes that I've been speaking to you. And uh, I want you to know I'm back. I'm heading to the office uh, uh uh and uh, and in ministering and 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 uh, and I'm 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 right here okay I'm kicking strong this morning hallelujah so heavenly father by the power of the holy spirit of god i ask you lord that my brother and my sister that is listening to me this morning preparing to put the christmas tree presents on the tree that they remember that the power of the word is resided in them I pray, God, that they be aware of this supernatural power that saves, the power that raised Jesus from the dead, the power of the Holy Spirit of God, the power of the Word. Upon the name of Jesus Christ, O oh God, we we'll be able this Christmas to witness to our own in a very powerful way. Every child, every grandchild, every brother, every sister, every brother, grandparents, every husband, every wife, as they hear it, they be able to recognize that there's power in the blood of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord, for this morning. Thank you, Lord, for John. Thank you for Cindy. Thank you for Frankie. Thank you, Lord, for Betty in Brazil. Thank you, Lord, for Mary Lucy, my dear wife, as she I continues to recuperate God I pray that you wake her up and bless her abundantly I thank you Lord this morning for those that come to us such as Amy and, and Abby I thank you Lord for Sandra I thank you Lord for Pierce I thank you Lord for Cindy Walker I thank you Lord Jesus for all of these ladies Rose Rogers God I pray Lord Jesus that you empower them this morning by the power of the Holy Spirit of God to continue, Lord, to be a blessing to my wife, Mary Lucy. I thank you, Lord, that we are together, connected right now. I thank you, God, for Kim Kim. I thank you for Stella and the girls in, uh, in, in Danielsville. God, I pray for this family in the name of Jesus, that they continue to be strong in the Lord. So come, Holy Spirit of God. Bless us as we begin 2021 in a very few days, Lord, 14 days. We're going to be celebrating, God, another year of ministry, another year of travel, another year of empowerment, another year of renewal, another year of miracles, another year of salvations of, of, of hundreds and hundreds of people. I call forth, God, the best year of our lives coming up in 2021. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit of God, I pray and I believe. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> Go get them, boy. Go get them. Go get them. Oh, He gives the joy of His salvation. Oh, God's mercy so amazes me. As I watch the world around me, I can see His mighty hand. Delivering His people from the evil in this land. The wounded and the broken, from the seed of Abraham, and led them through the wilderness into the promised land. In boundless love and mercy, He gave His only Son, who became the sacrifice.